This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. What's the best way to reduce? Eat plenty or starve yourself? 30 pounds in just 18 weeks, Jenny Craig totally worked. I love to eat, but overeating made it impossible to lose weight. My body wants bread and I'm going to give my body what it wants. Oh my God. <laughs> Naturally. Medical studies prove that overeating is the number one reason for weight gain. If you need to lose weight, you'll see natural weight gain and bring your weight down over the years of the same time. Welcome to Fad Camp, a podcast that throws a comedy eye over our societal obsession of diets. Now, a little disclaimer, we are not health experts, but we are fad diet connoisseurs. I'm your host, comedian Grace Mulvey. And I'm your co-host, Connor Dowling. Welcome to Fad Camp. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Fad Camp. You're very welcome to the show. Hey, Grace. Hey, Connor. How's it going? How are you today? <laughs> Good. Grace, so our listeners know what this episode is about because they have read the title of the episode but I know you don't I completely in the dark I told you earlier I spent like 20 minutes explaining earlier and you just weren't listening to me you had your I'm earphones in and quite I was like, literally never listened to you yeah. until this show recording I do not talk to you or listen to yeah, you yeah no exactly we, <laughs> we have no relationship don't get on in real life um, it's a whole thing but uh, okay so this this is going to tell you what it's about if I just okay. do this for you go for it I want to suck your blood. <laughs> it's vampire diet. I want to suck your blood. Dracula diet. What? <laughs> do I need to do it again? No, I want to suck your blood. Like, <laughs> is it Sesame Street? <laughs> That's is it Sesame it, Street she diet? Got it, she got it in three. You, you no. just eat on Sesame Street? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of the blood type diet? <laughs> that makes so much more sense. <laughs> But I was like, maybe there was like a vampire diet. At this stage, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you know? a twilight diet. Like, is. Hey, look, you just drink blood. You're probably going to lose weight. Um, okay, the blood diet, the blood type diet. I have heard of this. I don't know anything about it. I just know that it was like some diet that was kind of a big craze again. Almost like the, was it the beach diet or something? I remember there was like... The beach yeah. diet? What's that? You just eat sand? <laughs> eat sand, drink water. No, no. You're only water. allowed to eat if you're on a beach. Uh, oh, wow. Got to get dressed <laughs> like anything, the beach. People are just racing to the beach yeah. every day to try to have like breakfast, lunch and dinner. Right. Well, this is a diet that, would you believe today, I actually had to call the blood transfusion clinic in Dublin. Hashtag donate blood. Hashtag donate blood. Um, once upon a time, I used to donate blood um, oh. because when I did the slow carb diet, he said that uh, men are known to have um, excess buildups of iron in their body. Hmm. Um, and while women have a way of uh, getting rid of excess buildup of blood in their body. <sighs> I know, how I know it, apparently it's an occasional thing that happens. Can't think, um, he, he recommended that you donate blood, donate a pint oh, of blood right. every few months. Okay. And I, I, I always wanted to do it. And I was like, okay, I'll give that a shot. Um, and I did that for a while. I, I donated blood and apparently my blood was particularly um, potent. Good. It was particularly <laughs> potent. <laughs> no, They're was, like, we're going to need another bag in here. Yeah. This shit is going through it. Yeah, no, it was particularly potent uh, for um, in the neonatal ward in hospitals and they used to save babies. With You're blood. joking. Really? Serious, yeah. Oh 
my God, Connor, look at you. Uh, but the, someone recently said to me, oh, that's just something they say to guilt you into uh, yeah, I'm you sure know, it actually is, yeah. doing the gloat. No, I'm sure they help the babies. A lot of babies walking around there with my blood. That's my blood. And I want it back. <laughs> Imagine for some reason a lot of babies walking around looking like you. Just walking around I'm like, with like, cases. Like, when you say like, blood, you mean sperm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, no. I, I, that's I that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I rang them up today to uh, yeah. get a little reminder of, see if they ha still have my details. Of how we're talking like, this is back in my slow carb days, right. 10 years ago, 12 okay. years ago. See if they still had my details on file. They did. And I asked them if they knew my blood type. They said, uh, yeah, I'm an O positive, oh. uh, which she said apparently a lot of people are O positive, but it's not the universal donor, which is O negative. Okay. Um. And I said, uh, have you ever heard of this diet called the blood type diet? And she goes, oh, you have people ringing all the time asking what their blood type is as for this diet. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my god. And then I asked her if she wanted to come on her podcast, literally, and talk about it. I said, like, I'll just recreate this call. And she said, no. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is this morning, literally no, this imagine morning. she was like, no, because uh, I hate it. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> she's like what, what's the podcast? And I was like, fat camp. And it's just... <laughs> just like uh, yeah. dead phone sound. But basically, yeah, so this is a diet uh, that was made popular uh, by a naturopathic physician mm. called Dr. Peter Dadamo in 1996. I'll be with, <laughs> with his book, uh, Eat Right for Your Type. This book, Eat Right for Your Type, became a New York Times bestseller with over 7 million copies sold and had a revised edition 20 years later Jeez. in 2016. Okay. So he's recently, you know, what, 2016, gosh, that time. Like, that was like five years ago. And I was like, what, uh, eight years ago? Yeah, yeah, eight years ago, yeah. Seven years ago. Um, sorry, well, do, you want, do you want us to edit, like do a big edit so that you can sit down and do the maths? <laughs> yeah, sorry, half an hour. <laughs> Gotta get my chalk. As we said, we've mentioned this in another episode where Connor, a beautiful mind's it and like yeah. just needs to write on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, um, yeah, the, it sold seven million copies and this, it, for, it's, it was super popular for 20 years. But the, his most recent press that I could find online was uh, seven years ago. However, his website is still quite active. Okay. A lot of the videos you will find about this diet now online and articles are about how it has recently been scientifically debunked. No! It doesn't work. It doesn't oh work, people. God. I'm sorry, it doesn't work. Another diet debunked end, on this show. End of episode. <laughs> it's so mental, That's Con a wrap. Connor. How every diet we talk about, essentially, at the end of the day, every episode wraps up on doesn't work. Yeah, absolutely. It just, <laughs> long story <laughs> short, doesn't Do work. Does not work. Uh, saved you a lot of time there. But we'll talk about uh, how it, how it supposedly works, what his theories were, okay. and why it doesn't work, okay. and how it was disproved. Because there's there's a lot of this was a very hyped up diet. Like this yeah. is something that I think my mom would have talked yeah. about a bit. Um, and it sounds very scientific. You're like people have different types of blood, so maybe uh, they react to different types of food differently. Okay, that's that's it yeah. in a very simplified nutshell. Okay, first of all. Dr. Peter Dadamo, damn Dadamo. <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. <laughs> damned if you Dadamo. Um, he's a naturopath. Do you know what a naturopath is? No. Well, naturopathy uh, is uh, naturopathic medicine. It's a form of alternative medicine. All right. And it has a wide array of pseudoscientific practices branded as natural, quote, quote, non-invasive or promoting, quote, self-healing. <laughs> are employed by its practitioners. There were so many quotes and you just I, used in that line. Quote, unquote, yeah. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> 
just anything I say that doesn't <laughs> have an air quote is just true. Um, so uh, that's not to say that it's all bullshit. That yeah. like, I mean, I don't know. There are probably naturopaths out there who yeah, do tell, you yeah. know very wonderful things that um, can help people. Um, but you know, to have the word doctor at the front of your name, like, and and that you're doing this very scientific sounding yeah. blood type diet. You expect there to be like rigorous testing. Oh, I ex- no, like uh, if someone, this is the problem again. Anyone who comes up with a diet and has sold millions of books, we all assume has gone to a very good medical school for the five, seven years that you go. Yeah. And then just decided to do this, you know, like decided or to go hone in on this one part. Tons of, like, of studies. Tons of studies. You think it's backed up yeah. again and a fucking again. Apparently the publishing world, you can just, you, I, I think I should make a diet book and totally. be like, and honestly, my diet book will be just like, how to lose weight by sitting talking absolute bollocks in yeah. a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like, see if it sells and put doctor in front of it. Because I wrote, I wrote a dissertation not a PhD, but fuck it, I'll just say doctor. Who cares? <laughs> you know Absolutely. I mean? yeah. Absolutely. People are always sort of over uh, amplifying their credentials, whatever they may be. Look at Dr. Oz and Dr. Phil in this. Again, like I look at <laughs> them too. Like they were on Oprah giving solid advice yeah. for like um, millions of people who buy into it and buy their books. And now they're almost like a laughing stock. Do you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so uh, our pal Peter, Peter Dadamo, I'll stop saying Dadamo because it's just, it's it's confusing yeah. to say. You'd now, be I know, if you do. now I know what it feels like uh, <laughs> to be Grace. Uh, but in his book, in his book, he claims that the optimal diet for any one individual depends on their A, B, O blood type. Okay. okay. So, uh, he claims that each blood type represents genetic traits of our ancestors, including which they which diet they evolved to thrive on. Okay. So uh, the, that that whatever they had available to them became the food that was good for them. Okay. That was and was then be good for you thousands of years later. Well, don't know if that's true for the potato. Yeah. <laughs> Straight In away, Ireland. straight away. When I hear that, I, I think there's, you can easily just like skirt by that and go, hmm, yeah, okay, our yeah, ancestors, yeah, 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 sure. And then you go, but what were their life expectancies? You know, know. like what were their, what was their health like? Yeah. We don't know any of this, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, uh, also, the, was this before they discovered fire? Were they eating things just raw? <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> what Absolutely. are we talking about here? Absolutely. And so basically, uh, I think what drew his attention to all of this was that you could see that one person, two people do the same diet. Mm-hmm. One person has uh, seemingly positive results yeah. and one person, it doesn't work for them, right? And his belief is that it's down to your blood type, okay? Right. And this is how each blood type uh, is supposed to eat in his book. And I remember uh, there being this huge um, table that maybe it was from his book or maybe someone yeah. had made it online and it had the various blood types and the foods that created, and I remember this, I'm, I'm, I remember this, it was foods that have a poisonous effect, foods that have a neutral effect, Okay. Or foods that have a healing medicinal-like effect. Okay, and and when he says poisonous effect, he doesn't actually mean like would kill you. But no, like, but does he mean poisonous by will make you gain weight? Not particularly. He means that like it's it's it. Uh, sorry, yes, and uh, it will make you sick. It will make you sick. It, well, it's not okay. going to kill you, but it's going to yeah. create poorer health. Okay. Um. But weight is uh, a, a what big he affiliates yes. with poor health. Yeah. yeah, neutral food is just it's fine. You're fine. Yeah. Medicinal food is the food that you eat it, and it turns into Superman. Okay, <laughs> you know, 
Um, He's like, I can fly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, no, no one questioned it. Yeah. Everyone was like, buy his book. The yeah. man can fly. When I, when, I, when, I rang up, when I rang up Delir Street, they were like, okay, hang on a second. You're not one of these people. Don't go eating an apple thinking you're about to fly off yeah, the yeah, building, yeah. you know. Uh, so uh, type A uh, called the uh, agrarian or cultivator. People who are type A should eat diets rich in plants and completely free of toxic red meat. Although I quote toxic red meat. I'm like, yeah, fuck red meat. Uh, yeah. This diet closely resembles a vegetarian diet, a vegan diet, a Mediterranean diet. Right. Okay. okay. Um, <clears throat> type B are called the nomad. Which oh. Is very fun and sexy. They've uh, got no friends, but they can eat what they want. <laughs> yeah, they, no, they just, they just eat out of trash cans. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, leftover pizza here and there. You know, they, they got by. They got by. These people can eat plants and most meats except chicken and pork uh, and can also eat some dairy. However, they should avoid wheat, corn, lentils, tomatoes, and a few other foods. So, like, Tomatoes would be like a, a right. quote, poisonous food in, okay. in, in this uh, world. Um, type A, B are called the enigma. Oh my gosh. Uh, they're, they're described as a mix between types A and B. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> like already, I'm yeah. like, this is science? Like, I, know, I don't think I so. Yeah. It's, it's just, you're just throwing them together. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, mm, you're going to They're just a bit of an enigma because I yeah. haven't got any studies. Absolutely. So foods to eat include seafood, tofu, dairy, beans and grains. They should avoid kidney beans, though. Oh, oh don't want to be messing with those kidney yeah. beans. Corn, beef and chicken, right? Okay. Uh and then type O, which is mwah, little old me. That you've been saving babies all over Dublin. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> With your Superman blood. <laughs> uh, These babies can fly. <laughs> just, just throw that baby out the door, though. They'll make it yeah. home. Um, this is called The Hunter. Oh my God, Connor. I know. I know. God, this blood type sounds hot. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, this is a. Uh, you guys are the enigma should get together. <laughs> I'm hunting for one. Um, this is a high-protein diet based largely on meat, okay. fish, poultry, certain fruits and vegetables, but limited in grains, legumes, and dairy. Uh, it closely resembles the paleo diet. I thought that said potato diet for a second. I was like, wait, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> Everything's potato in my world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also known as the caveman diet. Um, oh, of course, and, that, uh, it's, yeah. It's a paleo-type diet. So uh, do you notice any kind of like commonalities between these things? Well, first of all, okay, if, 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 like one sort of seems like, as it says, like a vegan diet, then the other one's kind of like a meat-based diet, but mm. all of them have plants in them yeah. anyway, apart from one that's like, fuck tomatoes, they're the worst thing I've <laughs> yeah. ever seen in my but life. But it still has, <laughs> it still has, uh, does it have, yeah, it doesn't mention a huge amount of uh, veg, it says beans and grains. Yeah, yeah. and then you have like the ABs who need to fucking pick a side, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fucking state of them. <laughs> But, you know, am I missing something? Is there, is there what, what well, commonality I'm, do you Yeah, see? I mean, there's not some major revelation here. And this isn't an exhaustive list of the foods that you can or yeah. can't eat or should Well, first of all, like straight away, there's no sugars. Right. Yeah. There's no processed food. There's yeah. no fast food. You know, yeah. there's, there's no blood type that says, oh, this type are fine with cake. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Mm. And here come the fucking rock stars. Yeah. And they can eat whatever yeah, they, you know what I mean? they want. There's, no, there's yeah. none that say like, don't eat any vegetables or fruits yeah, or grains yeah. or any of that. There's none that say, yeah, have as much cake as you want and you'll have a healing effect, right? Yeah, yeah. All of them, all of them, I would argue, and I think a lot of doctors argue, um, and uh, in the research that you'll see as we, as we talk further, like 
all of them have relatively, you know, balanced healthiness to them. Yeah. You know, like it it's, sounds like any diet plan. It sounds like any diet plan, yeah. right? It's just really being so specific and going, okay, yeah, but if you eat corn, you'll die. Yeah, you know? and, and this because it does remind me of my motivation days, right. where they remember they had like a list of unrestricted food. Yeah, which was all like fruit and veg. Apart from then, you had restricted veg which you were only allowed one portion of. Right, okay. Yes. So like I could have like as much green or red peppers. I could go to town. But if you made like, a pig I could, of yourself and carrots, they would. No, but if I had a yellow pepper, I remember this so yes, specifically. Yes, okay. But a yellow pepper, that was a restricted veg. Mm. And I couldn't for the life of me understand what the fuck that meant. And I think when you go into specifics like that, it can really mess with people's heads. But yes. one of the questions I do have, when you're going into the blood type, you know, and that, and that makes sense. When I think of like, because you were saying like it's kind of like your ancestors or, you know, what they ate and all this sort of stuff. And I'm thinking, well, okay, there might be some parts of the world. Like if you, I always remember very specifically um, in China, before maybe kind of the rise of like coffee shops, dairy just wasn't really, yeah. you know, a thing in China. Like it just wasn't, right? And I remember listening to a food economist kind of talk about this. And basically he was like, he, when he visited China as a student, like I think over 20 years ago, a Chinese, uh, a Chinese kind of fellow student said to him, you smell. And what he meant was yeah. he could smell the dairy mm. off him, yeah. right? So I'm thinking, well, that makes absolutely no sense then if you're going to put this diet as an application of, because it does depend on where in the world you are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and your ancestors <clears throat> might've come from that part of the world. So they wouldn't have any access to like dairy or maybe a certain type of plant. Yet you're also being like, oh, but if you're this blood type, you can eat that that's no problem I don't know like I don't know if that's an oversimplification of it but like my thinking already is like that doesn't make any sense then to me right well Grace you're very on point because uh, some of the statistics that I have here back up exactly what you're saying okay exactly give her the prize bring in the prize thank you it's a litre of blood which you must drink (laughs) immediately you're now a vampire join me 20% of people in China have type B blood Okay. And type B, he recommends dairy. Uh, well, well. He says they should have a high amount of dairy. And we know that 90%, 90% roughly, of people in China are lactose intolerant. You're because, joking. Because what? of availability of certain right, foods okay. to certain time periods. Their ancestors. So in a sense, he's kind of tapping into this like ancestral kind yeah. of like cultural availability yeah. of food. Yeah. But then not kind of thinking it all the way through because let's yeah. face it, when he kind of came up with this stuff, he probably wasn't thinking that this is going to make it all like, you know, yeah. it's going to make it all the way around the world. He's probably just thinking fairly like localized, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, he was like, I, no one's going to buy a book off me. Yeah, I mean, come on, exactly. look at my credentials. I'll just write this up and hopefully my mom and a few of her friends will buy a copy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so like just to give you a bit more information on um, what what he claims, like with, so Within each of these, he has 16 food groups. Okay. Uh, and Jesus I'm not going to go through all of them. Do you know when you're just like, oh, the f- like the food pyramid hard, was hard to fucking up? Exactly. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is yeah. much more granular, <laughs> yeah. so to speak, than that. Uh, but he describes individual foods as foods that encourage weight gain, foods that encourage weight loss, beneficial foods, neutral foods, and foods to avoid. I like, like the idea of encouragement, like foods <laughs> that encourage like, weight gain. It's go. like the foods are like, come on, yeah. you can do it, you stupid whore. <laughs> <laughs> Gain some weight. Come on, have some fun yeah, it's with like, me. This is a bad food. It's it's a bad influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On They're you. like, come on, and it's then like, break into a let's break into a like. Oh, the other jar. blood types are eating it. It's like, no, but I'm a different blood type. It's like, you'll be fine. It's like, 
See, they're encouraging weight, weight gain. Uh, so, for example, chicken is considered neutral for individuals with blood type O, like myself. Oh. I'm a chicken neutral uh, gentleman. Uh, blood type A and is found on the foods to avoid list for individuals with blood type B and blood type AB. Uh, another example is grains such as wheat. Uh, Peter reports there are no wheat products that are beneficial for people with type O blood, which right. when I look at my family and, you know, have people in my family who have celiac yeah. and, you know, I often right. question if I have those kind of issues, then I start to go, oh, well, maybe, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, it's it start there. There's always some sort of um, grain, so to speak. <laughs> second, <laughs> second time, second time I've made that joke uh, in 30 seconds. He's some, twirling his, yeah. his moustache. <laughs> I, I, spent, I was up all night writing that one joke. I got I a have. team of writers in. <laughs> Five guys in a room. What about I, the grade I one? I paid them like... very well. Very well. Um, so, you know, there's always some sort of grain of truth in these kind of things that then has just been fucking expanded out on to the yes. point of madness. It's like a cult. Well, no, it, uh, every diet's like a cult. We've said this yeah, time again, so, again. But it's also a bit like astrology. Because you know the way you're saying like, oh, I read this and I go, oh my God, that kind of can apply to me. Well, it's like when you read your fucking like horoscope and then it's like, you will very broadly have a very okay time this week. And you're like, I have been having an okay time this week. OMG. (laughs) So I think, you know, it's that thing of like, we do try find ourselves in things and and interpret things. Oh, absolutely. You know. Absolutely. And it does turn into kind of like a one size fits all. So if I go, okay, so if that wheat thing may or may not, it may apply to me, then maybe the other stuff does too, Uh, which makes it that bit more challenging for me because I follow a vegan plant-based diet. So if I did read this book and go, oh shit, I'm O-type, like should I be eating all of these meat things, you know, as well? Uh, In... Uh, so some basic blood science, uh, you know, to bring us all up to speed, because I know you love talking about blood. <laughs> love it. Uh, in yeah. 1901, Dr. Carl Landsteiner, that's a fun name, <laughs> discovered that... Why do they always have the best names? Uh, they really yeah. do. Oh. <laughs> like oh. all the scientists, they always have the most insane names going. It's never like a, a Greg. Yeah, or like... <laughs> it's like Greg Ra- Basin, Ryan, you know? <laughs> Ryan or Kelly, like just like yeah. simple Irish names. Um, <laughs> the way it was meant to be, I tell you. <laughs> Go back to the way it was. Come on, we're all the Irish scientists now. He discovered that there were four types of human blood. How did he discover this? And he named them. He he was just draining people's blood. (laughs) And he's like, I named thee A, I named thee B, I named thee AB. And people were like, C? He's like, no, O. (laughs) Yeah. I love how he likes to subvert. <laughs> He's like expectations. He's like, oh, you think I was gonna yeah. do like some sort of idiot? So, so there's A, there's B, there's A, B. <laughs> because and, uh, because the third one for some reason yeah. I couldn't have gone with C. <laughs> And then I went, oh, this man cannot be trusted. <laughs> exactly. But he did discover that blood types are not compatible with each other uh, because of antibodies. You know, that's why, like, my right. blood is good for the babies. If a baby took your blood, Grace, oh, it's game over. You're tainted. <laughs> Useless Your blood. nasty ass you know, blood. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? I can't get blood. I've what? tried numerous times. Why? I have a heart murmur. No way. I yeah, didn't know yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Can you not hear it from here? Um, <laughs> apparently, it's actually like a doctor was like, your heart rhythm is like all over the gaff. Really? It's like jazz. But um, yeah, so no, I have heart murmurs, so you're not allowed. And, like, to be honest, it's n- in no way like affects my life okay. at all. And like, even I think when I go to 
I've tried twice to give blood and each time they're like, oh, that's so annoying because it doesn't yeah. actually affect anything. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, obviously they have to have certain yeah. things in place. But so I don't know what my blood type is. Okay. Each time I'm always like, damn it, let me just have oh the thing. That's yeah. amazing. Well, I, I didn't know that. I think and that's... do you know they used to give Guinness? Yeah, after I did, yeah. In Ireland. My mum used to get it, obsessed. Yeah. When we gave blood, the they iron, used... The iron, the good iron, iron in, in They used to give you Dr. a pint Murphy of Guinness. Gave them. So, <laughs> Dr. Murphy, like literally a leprechaun would come up with a pint of Guinness after yeah. you give him blood and you'd be allowed to drink a pint of Guinness after. And I, I just think that's so funny that yeah. that is true. Oh, yeah. And they used to, I think, apparently tell some women who were pregnant also to have a pint of Guinness every once in a while for the iron. <laughs> That explains the nation of alcoholics we, we <laughs> yeah, yeah, were dealing yeah. with. But they could give blood. Yeah. But little mumpkins over here. Oh no, absolutely. And like that is that is such a good point that you made because even from my my years of good Samaritan work, just like selflessly <laughs> donating, I would do I would donate like Saving three pints a day. Three pints a day, every baby single day. In Dublin. Yeah. Uh, no, but the questionnaire they make you fill out every time you donate yep. blood beforehand there are a lot of things that will disqualify yeah. you and there's yeah. a lot of like you know controversy over like you know things around um uh uh the lgbtqa plus community well who, i think they've overturned that that's very for, recent yeah, very that's recent very, but at yeah. the time when i was doing it which mm. isn't that long ago let's say yeah. like 10, 10 11 years or yeah. so there was uh, so many questions that would disqualify yeah. you if you're a member of uh lgbtqa plus community right but like also stuff like if you had a tattoo, if you had piercings, yeah. if you had, if you've held a monkey, you know, in a zoo yeah. abroad, etc. Yeah. If you've got medical treatment, and I remember reading it, being like, have I been living? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like, am I just Connor, like the most boring Connor person? Connor the ever? fucking nerd at home, yeah, and he's like, like, they're like, call the nerd, and he'll be able to give yeah. blood. He hasn't done a fucking thing. Can we can we get Connor, Mister fucking Plain Jane, <laughs> in to like donate some blood? I remember just being so like. I guess, yeah, okay, I've like, done that. Because it, it was like, have you been abroad recently? Have yeah, you no, been and you have been doing nothing And with the your last question was, have you done anything with your life? I'm like, nope, that's a big fat no. Um, so when we're talking about uh, Dr. Carl Landsteiner mixing yeah. these bloods together, uh, they're not compatible with each other because of the antibodies. He said these antibodies uh, cause blood to clump together if different blood types mix. So Ooh, this is where, this, so then Peter uh, Dadamo popped in yeah. and he said it was also discovered that foods can cause blood cells to become st- Certain foods that you eat um, can cause uh, blood cells to become sticky and clump together in a process called agglutination. Uh, Now, from various watching various health documentaries, I do know that to be a thing. That is true. There's a documentary called The Game Changers on Netflix, which is wonderful. It's all about plant-based athletes. And they did do an experiment where they showed these high-performing athletes the difference between a blood sample taken... um, uh, if they if they eat a oh yes they had they had three different uh, high, high performing athletes mm-hmm. and uh, they each they gave them each a different meal okay just one meal okay and it was like a burrito right right one burrito had meat in it one had a meat substitute one had vegetables okay right? the one who ate meat had had sticky blood. And the ones who didn't eat meat had like more like free flowing blood. And, okay. you know, you need your blood to be flowing yeah. to prevent blockages and heart attacks and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And they were like, holy shit, that's like, you know, an, an interesting little experiment. Yeah. So that is a thing. But he attributed that to being because of blood types. 
Okay. So, so just just so there's no confusion, that that experiment I mentioned was from a documentary called The Game Changers that is not related to the blood yeah, type yeah, diet. Yeah. Peter Dadamo uh, has had his own beliefs that the stickiness caused by the food that uh, right. you eat is because of your. It's blood not type. exclusively so, because of meat. It's because exactly. Of your blood so type, if you whatever. ate meat, let's say your blood type allows it, or my blood type allows it, because I'm apparently this hunter beast bitch. <laughs> um, you know. Uh, if I eat the meat, my blood will be fine. If you eat the meat and you're a different blood type, your meat will be sticky, right? Um, Did he do any tests to to determine that? We don't know. (laughs) We don't know. And I don't need to know because I'm buying the book anyway. Hi, I'm Gerald Farrelly. And I'm Neve Kavanagh. And we have been friends for a very long time. And we regularly solve each other's problems. And now we'd like to solve yours in our podcast, Agony Rants. It's a weekly show where we offer you unwavering support. It's true. And it's the place to go if you need a place to vent or to get thoughtful advice. It's a serious lawsuit waiting to happen. Now, Grode, there isn't a problem that can't be helped by having a comedian and a Eurovision winner dissected before your very ears. Agony Rants is 40 minutes with two friends who just want to listen to you. Neve wants to listen. I dip in and out. Agony Rants has a new episode every Monday and you'll find us wherever you do your listening. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the episode. If you want to hear more bonus exclusive content for FadCamp, make sure to log on to Headstuff Plus and for as little as a fiver a month, you can support our show and other shows in the Headstuff Podcast Network and hear exclusive content from FadCamp. That's bonus episodes, photos, videos. It's a really good time. So we hope to see you there. Now back to the show. Uh, so the blood type diet is based on the fact that all foods have lectins or proteins that can interact with antibodies in blood. I love all this blood talk. Yeah, it's actually kind, yeah. of, kind of nerding out now. Yeah. Uh, he said he tested most foods, okay, and determined which blood types react adversely to lectins in, in most foods. Okay. So the, the problems that are caused by agglutination are things like uh, headaches, diabetes, obesity, and many other kind of like chronic like health issues. And he believes that in order to reverse the problems caused by agglutination, an individual must avoid or limit the consumption of foods that cause it, mm-hmm. right? Um, what I think is interesting is uh, that, you know, he's not talk. he doesn't talk about, you know, the, the importance of cutting out the fast foods, the junk foods, the processed foods, mm. and and their reaction to various blood types. That just seems to be blanket for all. So that anyone who follows his plan yeah. is automatically cutting out junk food, processed food, right. high salt, high sugar, all that sort of stuff that you'd be cutting out on any diet anyway. Yeah. So you're going to get some sort of results from following his diet. Right, which is the the immediate, we all, like the stone maybe. Yeah, like exactly. a lot of it, it, People find it very easy to yeah. lose seven pounds maybe a stone in, yeah. in the space of six weeks. Do you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Doing anything uh, Yeah, from, from just uh, stopping eating takeaways or fast food or eating restaurants yeah. or whatever for like a month and it was like, holy shit, I lost some weight. Um, so... If what happens is this whole blood type categorization becomes quite arbitrary. It mm-hmm. just becomes arbitrary and it just becomes an extra layer of uh, 
food obsession where you go, food restriction. oh, well, I'm, I'm yeah. blood type. Like I saw him in an interview basically saying that like one blood type, chicken is really good for them. But that same blood, same blood type, turkey is not good for them because of the lectins that are, yeah. you know, associated with each one. So you'll have yourself going like, oh, no, geez, I can't be eating chicken. I can't be eating chicken. I have to eat turkey. The other person be going, oh, geez, I can't eat turkey. That'll fucking kill yeah, me. I have to yeah, eat chicken. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think as well, like I just remember the moment I ever did and again, this brings me back to motivation, but like whenever I did a diet that was like that, I remember one time because I was living at home during motivation and my dad had put in yellow peppers oh, you probably into my stir fry. And I, and I was like, I'd already eaten my restrictive yeah. veg that day. I really went through them. Mm. My poor dad, who was just like helping yeah. out and cooking totally. for me and helping me out. But you're yeah. so fixated. Yeah. God forbid you, you eat yeah. a, a vegetable. And you like can't see the woods from the trees sort mm-hmm. of thing. You're just so in this yeah. and you're like, you're ruining my whole plan. I can never go off plan. It's this weird, the moment you're just like, what the fuck is the difference between a turkey and chicken? Like it's a lean meat, like white meat. Like I don't understand, you know. Absolutely. Let's not fall out over it. And I remember, you know. (laughs) I will though. Look, let's let's call it. Are you defending this man? Let's just call a turkey a chicken. Can we, please? Is that so much for you to ask? Come on, come on. You tell me if I served you a turkey sausage and told you it was a chicken sausage, you would be like, no. Yeah, I would. I would. I would. Because I, my blood type is A B one two three. I don't know what it is. I'm dying to know what your blood type is. Well, you'll never know because my heart murmur has stopped any. I feel like we should go around to them anyway and be like, "Here, would you mind just jabbing her there? Just giving her an old fucking jab. Little jab at the hole, will you? Go on. See what happens. Go on. So there. Would you be surprised? Actually, hang on. Before I went to that, to continue on from what we were just saying, Mm. I. At this time, when I was interested in it, now I didn't get super bent out of shape on okay. the blood type diet. I dabbled with it. It did back up my slow carb diet, which was, you know, uh, high in meat, high in protein, right. low in carbs, right? All of these things are low, low in yeah, carbs. Yeah, like yeah, all yeah. Of it, it is are. so funny. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think I've come across one carb heavy diet. No, but there is a thing called yeah. carb cycling that has become quite popular, which oh. uh, we probably talk, talk about, about another, another time. time. Yeah. Um, but uh, I remember being like on on my blood type. It said that lamb lamb was like a uh, you know a healing food for me. Lamb of God, yeah. As as we all know, it is praise <laughs> be right. So I remember getting like lamb burgers in the butchers. Like it's not just thinking I was like doing myself some sort of fucking healing service. And what's what's interesting to me now that I just think mm. of it is when I became vegan, the first animal that I decided not to eat was lamb because I remember driving uh, in the countryside to a communion. This is a very specific story. I was driving to my, uh, my... And the lamb of God appeared before you went to that communion. No, no, I swear to God, this like, this like family of sheep (laughs) were out in the road. Like the, the two parents... Um, I'm assuming they were both the parents. Maybe they were two female sheep. I don't know. Could be, could be the auntie. And- Who knows what the fucking <laughs> yeah. farmers are getting up to, right? But they they were with like six or seven baby lambs. And I'm telling you, Grace, these were like tiny, smaller than the lambs you see off in the field. These were like newborn lambs. Sorry, I'm just imagining Connor on the diet going out with a gun. I was starving. Like, I need this fresh lamb burgers, yeah. baby. I was on the slow carb diet. I hadn't had, hadn't, I couldn't have a sandwich, couldn't have anything. No, but my car was stopped in the road and the, this this family of sheep and they had gotten free from their field and they like jumped over a ditch and like, you know, hid in some bushes, yeah. right? But one of the lambs didn't make it over the didn't make it over the ditch and the lamb started running off down the road by itself and I was like I was the only person around and I was like honest God I remember at the time literally oh thinking God. 
I remember literally thinking, what would my mom do? Oh, and I got cute. out of the car in my fucking suit <laughs> and I chased the lamb down the road and I got around on the other side of it and sort of shepherded it back and it, it ran back and then it was able to make the jump over the ditch. Oh my God. Survived. And you ate that lamb. And I, oh, so now I had them all where I could, I could see them. I had them all in one location, right? And then it was Chowtown. It was, it was a bloodbath. <laughs> Ironically. Was, you know, I, I overindulged that day. I overindulged that day. So That's really cute though. But when I, when I got to dinner uh, yeah. at the communion later, on the menu was <gasps> lamb. And it was the same lamb. No, no, no. But, but the, uh, so I remember being like, oh, fuck, I can't eat that. And that was like the sort of catalyst yeah. for me, right? Just imagine <laughs> on the plate being like help me Connor yeah, help just like me. in one of those big burger buns just like yeah oh stop um, so so that was kind of you know one of my main mm. memories from doing the blood type diet but thankfully I didn't get too bent out of shape over it I was too busy freaking out about my carb intake yeah, you yeah, know with the yeah. slow carb diet um there have been no control studies comparing uh, those who follow the blood type diet with those who do not or those who follow other diets. So mm. no one has ever actually gone and just been like, right, these ones are doing blood type diet, yeah. these are doing, what's the difference? Uh, Dr. Dadamo cites studies that demonstrate the effect of sp specific food lectin on animals such as rabbits which develop symptoms similar to arthritis when lentil lectins are injected into the knees of these sensitive <laughs> to lentil lectins. Look, okay. just... Okay. If you find yourself okay. injecting lentils into a defenseless animal, you're doing something wrong, okay? And what, for their arthritis? <laughs> no, it causes arthritis. Why do they want the lambs to get arthritis? It's, well, it's rabbits. <laughs> rabbits, I don't care. <laughs> Leave small animals he's saying, he's saying that if you're the same blood type as this rabbit and you eat lentils. You're getting arthritis. Arthritis town. Yeah, because I always found that like my genetic makeup is the exact same as a fucking bunny. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So it's just, it just uh, totally doesn't make any sense. Uh, he cites many anthropological and microbiological studies to support his theories. However, critics argue there's virtually no data to support his diet plan. They charge... <laughs> too many arthritic bunnies out there. <laughs> it's like... And those poor things need to hop. Like they need their knees. I know, leave Stop the poor bunnies alone. Uh, so they charge that uh, he has no well-designed, well-controlled studies to validate his claims that blood type is critical to the impact of diet. Noting that he has not conducted simple before and after blood studies to demonstrate his claim that lectin protein in foods cause blood cells yeah. to agglutinate or stick together. Like you would think that if you wrote this book, which became a New York Times bestseller. I think that means nothing anymore. No, that, no, sorry, Grace. That's a whole other conversation. New York Times bestseller does mean something best-selling author right. now okay. can very easily be manipulated through self-publishing any old shite on Amazon yeah. and putting it in an obscure category, yes. getting 10 sales and, and you then will be a best-selling author. One. Right, okay. Right. A New but York Times bestseller still means something and it did very much so back in the 90s as well. Gosh. He sold 7 million copies oh that has been translated into over 65 languages and he hasn't even done very, what I would consider very basic studies. Yeah. Very basic. To have, he's clearly made a fortune of it. He has a website that is still active, that is still kind of like peddling stuff. And I'm sure he's slotted nicely into modern diet culture in, yeah. you know. I mean, where nothing is checked. Again, yeah. again and again, I'm always like, nothing is checked. No one is ever, this is why, because sometimes, do you know when we're talking about this, I, I do sometimes feel like, I'm like, I wonder if we're ever going to get called out someday. And they're like, these people are ruining <laughs> businesses. Yeah, but he knows. Yeah, like, but yeah. like, it's not even that. I'm like, there's no, like, as we're critical of the diet industry and diet culture. 
And I'm like, are we the fucking only ones? Like, like I, said, I know there are other podcasts, great podcasts, maintenance phases, loads of other, you know. And there are people out there like, you know, doing great work, like Christy Harrison, like all these people, you know. She's a new book out, by the way. Oh my God. And she said she would come on our show. <gasps> Yay! No, um, I mean, she said it ages ago. I'm going to reach out to her. She's going to be like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, get uh, away from me. No, you don't support lentil knees for rabbits? <laughs> fuck you. You know. I heard about you hunting that lamb. Yeah. So, because <laughs> you're a just, hunter blood type. As soon as I step out of the car, yeah, that's sorry, she just stopped listening to the podcast. But it's just the thing of like, someone making so much money off of utter bollocks yeah. and never having to answer to anyone and mm. no one ever questioning them about it because fat phobia is so, mm. so rampant in our culture that people would rather not question or and like there's so many journalists out there, there's so many publishers and no one ever stopped and was like, no, because apparently <laughs> weight is is the biggest problem, is, is the worst problem. Regard, like any, people can get away with selling you arthritic rabbit's knees. <laughs> true, <laughs> you gotta have your lucky true, rabbit's foot if you're going to lose uh, weight. That you'll have to alien insert or something. Oh <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. But apparently I, I could probably write a book about that Absolutely. and I could probably get it sold and it could probably be on the New York Times list. Absolutely. You know? And I have a very quick aside for our loyal listeners who, uh, to give a very quick update on the first episode of our most recent season where we talked about Ozempic and, yeah. you know, these quote unquote revolutionary weight loss drugs. I was doing research for this current episode and I found an article from 2016 that I thought was talking about Ozempic and Wegovy. Yeah. And I was like, well, hang on a second. This is only a new craze. You know, was the drug as prevalent back then? This article could have been word for word what I was reading about how all the celebs are using it before yeah. events and yeah. all that sort of thing. Different drug. Different drug in 2016, same articles, same articles. So it's just the same thing, Shit, just constantly again, being repurposed, yeah. just recycled nonsense. Um, but I digress. Uh, so this is this is something that I love because these scientists, these fancy pants scientists, um, they argue that if agglutination, which is just a fun word to say, it is. Were, was as widespread and common as Dr. Daddario claims, thousands of people would die each year from organ failure caused by this process yeah. and that pathologists would easily see evidence of this. Like, you know, yet no such evidence is presented or found in review because he's basically saying like, oh, like this blood type, if you eat corn, like it's bad news for you, yeah, right? Yeah. Your blood's going to get sick, you're going to whatever. Like, so, yeah, we would have so many yeah. people who eat corn who shouldn't be eating corn. And also dying. for him, he'd be very easily, like for, if no one's doing the study that he yes. wants done, very easy for him to go do it if it's such a problem. I'm sure you can find the patients very quickly. Do you know yes, what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Like I'm, I'm literally almost like just go like filter by blood type. <laughs> <laughs> filter by recently acorn. <laughs> <laughs> um, some interesting things to bring up as well. Yeah. So in terms of blood types, uh, even though there are kind of like f four major categories, there are over 30 different specific, specific, uh, that's where you smoke weed. Um, <laughs> 30 different specific... It's me trying to be specific while high. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Specific. There you go. There are over 30 different specific blood types, over eight of which are relevant for blood transfusions. And uh, so okay. when I rang the Delir Street today, yeah, they were like, Thank she God. was like, or HO2 positive. And then she just went, you're O positive. You know, okay. like, don't worry your pretty yeah, little head yeah, about the or HO2 yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is, it is a, an important distinction. Mm. So like that baby ain't going to take no... 
you know, pHO positive. He wants yeah. he needs the yeah. OHO two positive. Yeah. Uh, so there is a specific there. Um, the the Doctor Peter uh, Damon, Doctor Salmon. What's his name? Fuck off! I don't know. Be damned. Uh, Peter. Um, Be damned. A lot of his studies are based off studies his father was involved in, who was also a naturopath, and uh, he cites a lot of these like medical articles from the fifties. That at you're a telling glance, me. Wait, wait, you're telling me that only is this man <laughs> written this book. But he's also a nepo baby. That <laughs> 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 I'm getting. Yeah. Diet advice. Uh, yes. From a nepo baby. There you go. There you fucking go. Uh, if you if these are those type of articles that are very like Darwinian, if you yeah. know what I mean, yeah. that, that you just read them, and you just go, oh no, oh no, this yeah. is not good. Um, yeah. So and and what another major issue here is that blood types have evolved as he claims, but not several thousand years ago. We're talking like millions of years ago before there were any recorded like hunter-gatherers or nomads or anything. Like like we're talking like literal like human evolution, like, you know, before yeah. there was like, you know, any like true record yeah. of any of these kind of things. Um, and, and apparently this O blood type, which is one of the more common ones, he he claims it's the oldest as hunter gatherers because we do have a sort of a fascination with the idea of hunter gatherers uh, being more prominent than they actually quite were. possibly were yeah. in society. Yeah. Uh, the the protein bros yeah. like really like to co opt <laughs> yeah, the idea yeah, yeah. that we always be hunter gatherers, yeah. but actually like yeah we there's there's much more uh, evidence coming out in recent years that it's it's the opposite and um but always actually. Uh, he says it's always the oldest blood type. It's actually one of the newest blood types. So oh. like, you know, he's really like um, quite incorrect there. And then he also recommends fitness uh, activities. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff is very vague and feels quite tacked on if you think about it. Like, because you're saying, okay, I'll half buy this lectins and, mm. you know, like maybe, yeah, certain people have more allergic type reactions to certain type of foods. Mm. Okay. And okay, you're saying it's due with their blood type. But how are you getting the idea that this type of exercise is good for this type of blood type and this type is good for yeah. this type of blood type. Because I'd say if you lined up 20 people with the same blood type, you would have different body types, different fitness levels, yeah. you know, different um, ability to build yeah. and lose muscle and yeah. lose, build and lose fat, uh, build like fat. Gender, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Totally. Like anything, yeah. But he says things like, uh, I think he says this for B. He says, you tend to do best with activities that are not too aerobically intense and have an element of mental challenge. Wow. Is he just Very talking about, vague. Is he talking about hunting again? <laughs> 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 You'll be on the move a bit. But you're kind of waiting as well. You're and it's type. mental. Yeah, like very little aerobic, a <laughs> little bit of mental challenge. Chess? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chess while walking. <laughs> yeah. um, so it, it does just make you wonder like what sort of rigorous testing must be applied here to uh, learn such yeah. specific details. And I would argue that it's probably not there. So there was a recent study in Norway mm -hmm. uh, that said that if this um, type of science was uh, attempted to be sold yeah. in our country, it would be outlawed under what they call a quack law. As in, oh when when you call a doctor a quack. Yeah, or like, he's going to go after the ducks. He's a duck. <laughs> the duck sneeze. <laughs> 
the, the consensus <laughs> among dietitians, physicians, and scientists is that these diets are unsupported by scientific evidence. In what was apparently the first study testing whether there was any benefit to eating the quote-unquote right diet according to one's blood type, blood type, a study published in 2014 compared biomarkers such as body mass index, blood pressure, and serum cholesterol and insulin among young people and assessed their diets over a period of a month. Based on one's diet, each person was classified as tending to follow the blood type diet recommended for O, A, or B. While there were significant differences in some biomarkers between these groups, there was no significant interaction between diet and biomarkers. In other words, those who were eating the quote-unquote right diet for their blood type did not show different biomarker values on average compared to those eating the wrong diet. So no difference so, to weight. <laughs> that's a very long-winded <laughs> way of saying, don't work. It don't work. work. And <laughs> the benefits that people are seeing from it are the same benefits that you get from following any diet that cuts out, you know. And it's the same benefits that short term. Like yes. you'll basically lose yes. a good bit at the beginning and then see you later. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fad Camp. As always, we want to thank our producer, Darren Lee. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Great ratings and reviews really help more people find the show, and it would mean a lot to us. Make sure to share the episodes with friends and family or on your social media. Every listen helps. And we absolutely love hearing from our listeners. So please get in touch with any of your diet stories on fadcamppodcast at gmail.com. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.